Look out! Look out! Look out! Take care. You are being watched. We repeat, take care, for you are now alone with a killer. We warn you, don't let him see the fear in your eyes. For this is what he seeks, and this is why he kills. I am from beyond. Listen, and all you desire will be yours. Welcome to Spider-Man and the Secret Wars. Prepare for battle. Spider-Knight? Alas, friend Spider-Man, by what sorcery doth small ceiling torch shine forth? It's called a light bulb. Welcome to Prattle World. I am your host, the ever-amazing, ever-spectacular Spider-Dan. And in this podcast, I spotlight entertainment's best-kept secrets that a mainstream audience may find boring. And welcome to another edition of Spider Nights of the Roundtable, where my guest and I will discuss a much-loved subject in depth and in a roundtable format. And have we got a penetrative... Slashy, blood-filled, guts and gore massacre of a podcast for you. Because today we are looking at slasher films. Uh, I think I might call this podcast The First Cut is the Deepest. So I have my... Well, he's he's basically my co-host at this point, isn't he? (laughs) Basically, pretty much. I might as well. Still my podcast, still my thing. It is your You can't thing. take it from me. I'm not going to take it from It's my me. baby. Is it cold in here? Um, um, maybe a little. Just maybe. checking. Yeah, I'm sweating. Uh, maybe not. <laughs> we, can't, we, can't regulate, we can't regulate the heat in here, so we're not quite sure. I've got the door open. I've got the radiators on. I've got the radiator on. The door open. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, but we are here <laughs> to talk slasher movies. And, and me and Dennis... You know, we've talked about it before. We like we like our slashers. We do. We do like our slashers. We did our top five Friday the Thirteenth movies, which I really enjoyed. Mm. Last Valentine's, very romantic. Um, <laughs> released on my birthday though, on Friday the Thirteenth, yes. which was our lockdown anniversary. So my birthday is the lockdown anniversary. How fun is that? That's all. That's that's all. What anybody's ever going to think about now on my birthday? It's like it's like being born on you know. September 11th or something. It's just gonna be. You're just gonna have a yeah. something relating yeah. to your to your birth date. My dad's birthday is September 11th. Is it? Yeah. He has very very loose pickings on the TV on his birthday. Yeah, I can imagine. Person who fell two towers. Person who fell two towers. Yeah. Emergency calls. Re- rem- remembrance. Yeah. yeah. Ground zero. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we're going off on a tangent already. We've not been drinking. If it sounds like we have, water. We're on water. We've been very sensible this lockdown. Um, so yeah, we're going to talk about slasher movies. So I've I've basically handpicked um, five movies that I believe in my research could be the first ever slasher movie. What you would. All the tropes would be contained in what I would call the first slasher movie. You can go earlier. You can go all the way to like 1945 where serial killers uh, were shot via a point of view shot with the camera. Um, you can go that far. There's, you know, films in the 60s as well, like Black and Blood, Black Lace and Blood or Blood and Black Lace, Blood and Black Blood Lace, and Black Lace. Uh, by Mario Bava. But we are going to talk about another Mario Bava film, but we're going to get to it. But before we start, I'm just going to list some of the slasher tropes that are within the genre. Can you can you think of any off the top of your head before I list them? 
Pointy implements. Blunt instruments. Pointy. Pointy. Knives. Sticky ones. Sticky implements. Sticky, pointy, yeah. stabby ones. Stabby ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, that's it. that's not one on my list, but that is there's there's quite a few obviously that are within the genre. But... It's not a good start this dance. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, pointy things, slashy things. Okay. We, we know. Right. So I'll list the ones. I've yeah. Got you, you you put yours. Okay. On. So a masked or mysterious mysterious killer. Um, that is often superhumanly fast and strong. Okay. POV shots, point of view shots from the killer's perspective. The final girl or guy, usually within a group of unlikable, fun-loving, horny teenagers. Uh, number three, often features a remote location, such as a lake or woods. Uh, the killer spying on or stalking his victims. Uh, we also often get killer's backstory uh, and an explanation of their, their need to kill or their need for revenge in some cases. Often that the police or responsible adults are totally useless. Completely Completely useless. useless. Creepy phone calls. Often, or heavy breathing on the phone calls. <sighs> Mechanical and electrical items failing when they are most needed. <laughs> Such as telephones, yes, uh, cars not starting, uh, and I've also included in the ten a twist ending, okay, or an unexpected ending. So obviously, there's a lot more tropes within the slasher genre, and I'm sure we'll touch on them. But those are the main ones we're going to be looking at. Um, so I'm going to list the top five films. They're not a top five, but you know what I mean. Um, that's a different kind of podcast altogether that we do. Um, but the five we're going to be looking at, and we're going to look at them in release order, so earliest from the latest. So we're going to look at Peeping Tom, Psycho, Bay of Blood, also known as Twitch of the Death Nerve, and several other titles, uh, Black Christmas, the original, and of course, Halloween. Um, so that's the final film. So yeah, we're going to look at that. I'm not including Texas Chainsaw Massacre, because I don't really see that as a slasher film. I know people consider Leatherface and, and the film as within the slasher genre, but I think that's more like a, a backwoods-type movie. I would agree. Um, and it's le- it's more about that atmosphere and the like the local hillbillies trying to yes. get you, yeah. um, and less about the slasher. But it's a fam- it's a family, isn't yeah. It? It's, it's a family yeah. thing, and it's more like it's more torture. I, th- I yes. think more of like yeah. a torture, pornography, porn film. Yeah. Slasher is usually film. one person, exactly. And there's more, yeah. yeah. But again, they're going out to the location, yes. and yeah. So you can have a bit of a mix of those two genres often, but I don't feel that this one. I don't think Texas Chainsaw Massacre... And again, I don't think there is much slashing. It's mostly like blunt instruments, apart from the one chainsaw kill. So I don't really think it it qualifies, personally. I 100% agree with you. Great. Well, let's get going, because we've got a lot to cover, and we've got a lot lot of uh, listener opinions as well that I want to get to. (laughs) Don't want opinions, though, aren't they? Opinions. It's like ours. Yeah. Well, that's like um, your opinion, man. Um, Opinions alike, everyone's got one. And again, so we're not going to outrightly say, we're not going to make a decision to say, this is definitely the slasher, this is the one that did the slasher movies, because... They're all quite close together, they're all quite similar, and you could you could put it in any any of them could become the one. Um so so yeah, I think 
it's more of a discussion. Everyone's going to have their own opinion. Yes. I'm going to have an opinion. You're going to have an opinion. But there's no there's no definitive thing. We're no. not going to decide no. definitively. Because, again, they're all in the milieu. Yes. Yeah, the creative milieu. And the, and the things that we like will make them a slasher movie. Other yeah. people may see them in other films. Yeah. So that's and there might, be tropes, there might be tropes that we like that other people necessarily don't like. Exactly. Or would not be considered mm. a slasher trope. So let's get going. So first of all, let's talk about the only English slasher film in yes. this Peeping Tom. With a German lead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love that as well. Like, he's great. Is it Carl Boom? Yeah. Carl Boom? Yeah, yeah. Boom. Um, and he has this really strong German accent, even though he's playing a very English guy, and the history is English, the name is English. But I don't know, I kind of quite like the German accent. It kind of it adds yeah. something to it. And his performance is, is very interesting. But go on, Dennis, I've talked enough already. You talk a little bit about Peeping Tom. I like Peeping Tom. Mm-hmm. I I like I like the way it's shot. Mm-hmm. I like the um, colours. I like the points of the point of view shots. I think it is way way in front of anything else at that time. I think it's it was very controversial, which is, very. Which is a bonus because we very. do like controversial stuff here. We love a bit of controversy. Yeah. Um, it's it's got. You almost feel sorry for the main character in it. There's there's there's, there's sympathy, yeah. which you don't tend to get with slasher movies. No, um, I, I think sometimes they're very much like the unknown monster yeah. or the the you know the the unkillable devil. You know, the- yeah, and you, you can see why like the um, the director of the Joker is it Todd Phillips? Todd Phillips. Yeah, he he mentions this movie as kind of um, like a bit of a nod to the Joker because it mm. is. You basically seen a guy fall into, you know, being crazy. Yeah. He's a bit, he's a little bit uninterested to start off with. Yeah. But as the film goes on, there are, there are, there are people that come into his life that make him question what he's doing as well. And which ch- challenge him. Yeah, which is not, again, a, a traditional kind of slasher. You don't get someone sat down with um, with Jason going, now listen here. Yeah. <laughs> you know? right. This is enough. You've yeah. had enough now. You've had it now. You've, you've done it. Naughty. Um, well, I mean, I mean, you do get Mrs. Voorhees a little bit. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> but she's more like, she's, kill them yeah. for mummy. Go on, do it, do it. Do it, um, Jason. The, the, the director as well... Um, Never really recovered from the from the controversy around no. the movie. Never, it kind of even though it was like his pinnacle. Everyone kind of, everyone talks about it now. He never really went on to do any anything special. And I think I think if that was today, he would be held up as like Oscar. He, he be, would be, you know what? Yeah. He would be the Zack Snyder of his day. Yes, that's why I think he would be. And they'd be um, like, release the is it Michael Powell? Powell? Michael Powell? Yeah, yeah. They'd yeah. be like, release the Powell cut because yeah. there was a lot of footage cut from yes. these these kills and the movie. Um, this was actually, according to IMDb, this may have been the first UK film, British film, that contained female nudity. And it's and it one of the first ones to kind of do the point of view, really, kind of for long shots. Mm. Like you, you talked about the forty stuff earlier, that was like snippets. Yeah. yeah. But this is, you know, the entire opening sequence mm. of the movie. Or one long, one long yeah, shot. It's one no long cuts. shot. It, it is quite comical watching it today because his camera is massive. <laughs> it's absolutely huge. Mm. Um, today, perverts just having the glasses and things. Don't they, don't they damn? Um, I do like that that opening, that whole opening yeah, is amazing. Yeah. It's one tracking shot. And it's, it's obviously on a stage, but the way the stage looks and the gorgeous colours. It, the colours really yeah, stand out. Really it's, pop. It, it's a very, it's you can see it's they've, they've looked at the colours. There's lots of reds what stand out. There's lots of like bright greens and things in it. Um, but the, the long shots, you know, follows, goes up to a lady. Prostitute. Yeah. Was it three quid? Two quid. So Two obviously, quid. obviously, obviously the prostitute from Rushdale. <laughs> <laughs> 
obviously. <laughs> low standards, low yeah. standards. Um, um, but yeah. then, you know, again, filming, walking up the stairs, you mm. see people coming down the stairs to kind of acknowledge, you know, oh, dirty bugger kind of stuff. And look, she's got another one. She's got another one, Eric. Look at him. <laughs> and they, they go up there and it's it's all one one continuous shot. Yeah. It's, 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 it's beautifully shot. It's. Do you think, do you think maybe this was the inspiration for like, you know, like snuff films? Yeah. Do you think well, maybe that's yeah, think like that yeah. that kind of thing? Well, that's have... that's what he's producing, isn't yeah. it? He wants yeah. he wants to see fear in people's eyes because mm. you know he, it goes goes through the movie. And there's a little bit of backstory with him. Mm. The what the egg trying to explain the way he is. In fact, he even goes and sees the psychiatrist, sort of to kind of yeah. to kind of discuss what it because his dad his dad's a psychiatrist. It's it's, it's kind of, it was kind of like he had you know Jonathan Crane as a as, yeah. a, as a father figure as a dad because he's a psychologist that's experimenting with fear and getting reaction and then recording it with a video camera uh, very, you know old yeah. school very old school massive video cameras and and that's the what's torturing the son and that's what yeah. leads to him killing people with the camera you know and it's it's there's, there's, there is lots of nudity like in the background like he he, he works in a news agents hmm. that do under the counter you know magazines and pictures and things yeah yeah can, the, can enti- you- the entire place is full of boobs yeah Constant. Why? Why would you? Why Even would outside, you, you can yeah. see. But but like that is quite for 1960. Yeah. Yeah. Like for some for the one of the first scenes of the film for an old old dirty bastard to go in and buy porn, you know, and have porn on the on the windows, yeah. you know, and and it's not like they they're not edited out. I don't think. I think it's full. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's, it's yeah. you know that that must have been quite shocking. It was. It, the, you know. You know how long it was in the cinema. Five days. Yeah, before you got pulled, yeah. Five days. It was out a couple of months before Psycho, so it, so it predates Psycho's release. It does, yeah. But yeah, I, in, in some ways, I, I, I think I prefer Beeping Tom. I prefer Beeping Tom. Because I think it is, it's much more of a character piece. There's a lot more... I think with Psycho, the reveal is at the end, mm. and you kind of get more of an insight. Um, but I think you're constantly waiting for him to kind of snap yeah, or break. And- but with this, you're... You're with. He's the main character. Yeah, you're following it's his, his story. Journey. Yeah, it's his story all the way through it. The characters he meets and the relationships are very important in mm-hmm. it as well. Absolutely. Where you usually find in slasher movies, a lot of things are fodder. Yeah, but every single character. Yeah, they're, they're, an, they're an archetype. They're yeah. the you know the they're the loose woman. They're the virgin. They're the even even the, like the, the second victim, which is like a stand-in for the because he works on a movie set, obviously with cameras. Yeah. Um, every single character he comes in contact with enriches the story. Yeah, which is which is unusual. You know, even like the, the lady in his, in his little apartment block, um, who's twenty one but looks about ninety seven. It's bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she's intrigued with this mysterious, shy, yeah, creative, you know, long coat. He's, he, you know, she shows him around his little house, and then he goes in. And there's a big lab mm. full of type. It reminds me a little bit. Of the Carl Burn reminds me a little Peter Laurie. Yeah, reminds me a little bit like, yeah, hey, hello, yes, yeah, yeah, like and it, kind of, and you do to start, and you, yeah, I don't know when you notice, but his his voice does change when he when he first meets. It's very soft, and yeah, and as the story goes on, it gets a little bit louder, and yeah. he's a bit more he's, he's German. His German comes out even yeah. more when he's when he's doing it. But there's there's a really nice scene, nice scene. It's a really interesting scene with with a blind lady in mm. it, which is which is amazing because it's. It's very visual. What he's doing is filming things. Yeah. So to have a blind lady in it, one, it's ballsy. Yeah. To, to kind of, you know, poke fun at blind people a little bit. But there's, I like. But, she, but she's very clued up. She though. knows what's she's, going on. She's clued up. Because she has yeah. a sense of, she has a sense, she knows something's yeah. going on. She says, she says something like, 
he's got very quiet steps. I don't yes. trust a man with quiet yeah, steps yeah, yeah, yeah. and things yeah. like that. Um, and she's quite cynical as well. Yes, um, I think because uh, she has she's had a surgery and she was like she was like I I gave a man permission to touch my eyes and now I'm blind. Yeah, never, um, never again. Yeah. Trust wholeheartedly another man in my life. Yeah, um, but very, then, fair enough, really. Yeah, <laughs> and that's fair. But like, there's there's it's re- yeah, it's a really good kind of juxtaposition because you're he's interacting with her. And you're seeing yes. the the film that's being shown, which is yeah. one of his murders, and he's reacting to it. And he's getting upset because it's not perfect. Because yeah. he wants that fear. He needs to see that fear in the in the victim's eyes, just as they die. The right amount of fear. Yeah. And he's looking for that albatross or that you know that white whale. You know that yeah. one last that that pit, that top of the mountain, that yeah. Everest, constantly chasing chasing it. that dragon. Yeah. And and she's all the while is talking to him and interacting with him, but she has no idea what's going on. She's got no context for anything. Yeah. And she she doesn't know specifically what what he's on about. But even then she's she's you know, she becomes soft, he's upset, she tries to help him, she explains, but she's still she's still even by the end of the scene, she's like, you know, is there anything I can help with? Can, do you want to take a picture of me? Do you want this? Do you want that? Yeah. And then she still goes out and says, I still don't trust you. Again, you're 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 in the same position because you start feeling kindness and softness towards this character because you can feel his anguish, his pain, yeah. and everything he goes through. And I love that scene where he's with the actress on the set. Yeah. Um, you know, they stayed after hours, they got everything locked up and, and she's like, can I warm up? And then she's like, and it's very like showsy. It's like, you know, some kind of musical. It's very, very cheesy, kind of over the top. Like, yes, I'm, I'm an actor. I'm, I'm working, you know, I'm, I'm doing my warm up, you know, all this sort of shit. And I was just like, I was just like, I know, I know actors like that. <laughs> and I, I, was, I know one. Yeah. I'm not like that. Never like that. <laughs> Never like that. But that's fine. And, and I just think, again, the cinematography, yeah. the way it's shot, it's gorgeous. Again, you're not seeing much gore and things like that, but the intensity of the story and the performance carries you throughout the yeah. film. And it's it's a real breeze to kind of watch. And it, and- it, it is. Yeah, it, it, and you do feel sympathy for him. And, and there's a really funny moment in it. With the with the actress when she faints, and she all the, the, he keeps showing this 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 movie that there's this this film being filmed where he's he's, and the director keeps telling this actress, no, you faint again, do it again, do it again, do it again, and there's a reveal of a body. You don't actually see the body, but you know when she's faint, goes, oh, she can faint now, kind of thing, <laughs> in the wrong place. Um, yeah, because she's like a really bad yeah, actress. It, it's really weird because it diva. kind of like you don't expect it because up to that point it is is quite a quite a glum outlook on him and. Yeah. The camera is is almost part of him. There's a scene when he's showing his, his a, a bit of video of him, and he's, the way he's touching the camera, hmm. and he's caressing the camera, and hmm. he's it's almost like an extension of him. It's who he it's is, like a, a sexual thing. Yeah, yeah. it's really it's, it's really kind of. And when when the character's touching film, he's like, no, it's all mine, and hmm. it's all it's easy. And you get that as well because he also films the aftermath of of his of his deaths as well. Yeah. So when they when. The, the, the police are taking the bodies out. He's there in the background filming it and he's watching it later. And he's so it's all that kind of stuff. Mm. And in, in all that, he's also taking pictures of semi naked women to put in little books and things. Mm. Um, and he does like the lady yeah. with the, the, the yeah, he, uh, yeah, she, uh, yeah, he's, the meets the model palette. with a cleft palette. Yeah, and he's like, I must photograph you. Yes, you know, yeah. all that sort of stuff. And that that's really interesting. And, and again, it's like 
this is all kind of deeply rooted in proper like psychological yeah, cases yeah. and stuff. Like I don't know how much research was done or what have you, but like I, it, it screams to me all those kind of. I think of if it was tropes. released after Cycle, I think people would have been more accepting of it. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I, I think, think it's. A, I, I also think we're a little in the UK. In the past, we've been a bit stuffy, stiff of a like Victorian yeah, era kind yeah. of like. Oh, we can't, we can't have that. We're, you know, no sex, please. We're Ooh, English. Vagina. You know, Ooh. You know yeah, yeah. Uh, that sort of thing. And I think maybe if it was released in the states first, mm. I don't. I think you would have maybe people would have gone. Oh, it's it's big in the states. It's big in America. Maybe we should watch it. Yeah. You know, and then maybe we would have been proud of it. But obviously, we were like, you know, video <laughs> the video nasty of its of its yeah, era, and we're proud yeah. of it now. Exactly. So it, it's you an know, excellent. It's just film. unfortunate that pretty much no one's around to kind of see the the kind of acclaim yeah. it gets now with with massive Hollywood. Um, directors and writers saying, yeah, yeah, this is Martin Scorsese. Favorite movie, isn't it? Favorite movie, yeah. one of my favorite movies. It if is not his favorite. It movie. is beautiful. I and the colors are just amazing. Yeah. It's, it's almost really like watching, you know, like Wizard of Oz when it goes black and white into color hmm. and the colors are vibrant. Yeah. It's almost like watching that. And the sets are amazing as well. And I think it, I think it fulfills the majority of those tropes that we listed. Yes, I think um, so. You know, the the peeping tom aspects. You know, the POV. Um, you know, you do kind of have a final girl a little bit, sort of. Um, you know, you've got not not a twist ending, but yeah, there's there's a lot of those. There's not all of them. Yeah, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe a twist yeah, ending. I, you know, would you argue? Yeah, I, yeah. I would say you, you don't really see that coming. I'm not yeah. gonna say what it is. No, but, but yeah, this yeah, won't spoil it. But yeah. I highly recommend it. Definitely go seek it out. It is one that you have to definitely see. Yes, for yourself. Um, again, we've not talked about it too much, but we've got a lot to talk about within yeah. this. Um, but yeah, definitely go seek that one it out. Is, it is a great movie. Yeah, see if you can get it on DVD, Blu-ray, yeah. or whatever you need to do. You know, there's there's places you can go. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge, nudge. A little like the peeping Tom. Oh! Hey. Hey. <laughs> uh, anyway, on to the next film. So next up is Psycho. So, Psycho is quite a classic. I don't know if there's going to be that much we can say about Psycho that's not already been said. Now, my opinion of Psycho is I I like it. It's a really strong film. However, though it does have some slasher tropes, you know, a lot of the slasher tropes we mentioned earlier, I feel it's not a slasher, but it's more of a, a taut thriller. I think the main issue I have is... Hitchcock's films for me they they always I always put them in I always start watching them and I always think have I put the right film in like because I'm like I was like right this is about a woman stealing from her, her boss is this the right one and then and then all of a sudden the plot just changes it's like it's like dust till dawn you know it's one film it's got one tone it's you know this is the story and then all of a sudden halfway through no nah, that's not even the story big surprise dun, dun, big star's dead dun, 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 dun moves on but again really strong film well shot you know it's it's hitchcock what can you say it's 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 a quality film but yeah i, I don't know if, if it if it doesn't necessarily feel to me like a slasher it's not a high body count which is kind of almost what you would expect from a slasher as well lots of interesting kills um i mean again shot shot beautifully every killing section you know you got the fam- famous shower scene which which i personally don't think is the best kill in there in no, no probably not. I, I, what, what do you think about Psycho? Um, I think it's a movie with three, maybe three and a half scenes, then kind of pinned together. I think it's shot beautifully. It's Hitchcock. Yeah. I think he builds the suspense quite well. I think the cast is amazing. I think everyone's really, really good in it. Mm. 
I just don't know whether... I prefer Peeping Tom. I think Peeping Tom is more of a complete movie for me. Mm. I think it flows better. I think mm. it has um, better character build-up. Yeah. I, I think you're right. I think you. I think um, the film is very compartmentalised. Yeah. I, it's I, like you've got, you've got the first bit, which is Marion Crane, Janet Leigh, and the shower. Yeah. Like, that's one. Yeah. And then you've got the rest of it. Yeah. Which is, it's still fine. It's still good. But I think, like, I think after the going down the stairs bit, and then the reveal. Yes. There's not much else to it. Yeah, I think I'll be honest. I think it has some really, really nice lines. I mm. think, you know, talking about um your mum's yeah, mother's a boy's your, your mum. What about your mum? Well, your mum. <laughs> your mum. Your mum. Your, your mum. No, your mum. My mum. My mum's um my mum isn't, but it's, it's, he talks about <laughs> mum being a, a boy's like uh, best, best son's son, yeah, best friend. Best friend, yeah. But I also I, I do like the fact that the darkest kind of line is is actually spoken by Janet Lee about the darkness in all of mm. us kind of stuff. But yeah. I, I always get this... I, the thing with Hitchcock for me is it's very stylized. It's a bit sometimes like Tarantino for me. It looks... You it, think it's a style over substance type yeah, thing? Yeah, I think, I think it's... I think it's every... All the memorable scenes. So you can you can go into Psycho and tell all the memorable for scenes. Yeah. Tell me tell me about the movie. Yeah, exactly. And I think, um, well, it's it's someone's storm... Shower. There's a shower scene. Yeah. Black and white. Eek, eek. Very famous. Yeah. It's like, it's, 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 like, it's like the whole the whole premise of the film is about the money. Yes. Like the money has been stolen. 40,000 pounds or dollars have been stolen. Need to get it back. Need to find it. And that's the whole, all the characters are moving in that direction. Mm. Apart from Bates. Yeah. Bates is just a bit mad and he doesn't even know about the money. He, he throws it away. He puts yeah. it in the tar pit, yeah. wherever. That, that, that's not a factor for him. But everything else is saying, where's that money? You stole the money, Bates. You stole the money. Yeah. He doesn't care. And, and, and like the, 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 the shot on the stairs is amazing. It's really, really mm. good. And again, it just shows the, the mm. kind of stuff what he's after. But I like it. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. You know, I, I think I just it think... It is an excellent film. Yeah, I just like, think... We're, we're just not saying that maybe it doesn't, it doesn't follow those tropes as much. I, and I'd like the ending. I think the ending's almost like fourth wall breaking. He looks and has a smile on his face like, yeah, you know, mm. hey, hey. And the reveal's nice, but I, I don't know. I don't know whether it's because when I when I watched it recently, I was waiting for the payoffs. Yeah, you're waiting for those. Because I knew they the were iconic, coming. Yeah, the iconic um, scenes. Yeah. And then everything else between is kind of filler. Yeah. I do, yeah. Like, I do like the conversations between... Bates and Janet Lee. I think those yes. are really yeah, good. Yeah, that, that's the strongest bit. He's yeah. brilliant in it. He's, oh, he's, he's fantastic. So, so yeah. good. Uh, Anthony Perkins. Yeah, is, he's, 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 he's a great actor, wonderful actor. Yeah. I think he, he sadly passed away from AIDS, I think, um, late, early 90s or late late 80s, I think. Um, but, you know, he made some excellent films and was, yeah, was in yeah. a lot of good Psycho stuff. Psycho 2. So, Psycho 2, yeah. Psycho 2 is a very underrated sequel, yes. in my opinion. I watched it this year. Uh, not this year, last year, but it, it's 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 a great film. Again, compared, if, it's one of these sequels where if you directly compare it to the previous film, it's it's not going to measure up. But if you watch it as kind of its own thing, yes, you can enjoy that. I, I mean, there are links. There's there's characters and actors that come back. It but... is more of a slasher mm. for me than the first one. The first one to me is very much like Silence of the Lambs. It's not a horror movie. Mm. It is. It's a thriller. Well, it's, it's, that's what I did think. you know that uh, Jamie Lee Curtis was actually approached to star in Psycho 2? I did not know. Yeah. But then she went off to star in Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. Well, there you go. And uh, the inspiration for Psycho was actually Ed Gein, 
who was an inspiration in many other horror yeah, films, yeah. Um, like Texas Chainsaw, Silence of the Lambs. Um, with Psycho, Hitchcock thought it was, would be scarier if it was the boy next door as opposed to the weirdo on the edge mm. of town. He thought that's... Um, he plays it really well. Yeah. I also I also kind of like the summing up the, for people who, who, who are thinking, why is he doing that? I'll tell you what, we're going to tell you. <laughs> We're going to tell you why it's yeah. ways. It's like a yeah, the psychological yeah, yeah. diagnosis, um, which which again is unusual. But mm. I I don't think it fits as many of the tropes for a slasher no. movie as as we think it does. Yes, yeah. I think I think people if they go back and watch it again, mm-hmm. I think they'll see a different movie. I think oh yeah, you know it's a it's a cracking movie. Yeah. I perhaps yes, I enjoy Peeping Tom, mm. and I think if Peeping Tom had come out after that, I think we would be talking about Peeping Tom being absolutely being no. up there. Yeah, I agree as one of the one of the big movies. Um, unfortunately, it didn't. It got mm. pulled after five days, and, and then we were left with Psycho. Psycho's a really good movie, mm. but it's it's Hitchcock. Do, do you want to know how um, how Walt Disney described Psycho? Go on. He called it disgusting. <laughs> called it because because Hitchcock. From Walt Disney. Walt Disney called it disgusting. <laughs> really. <laughs> <laughs> bit bit hypocritical there, Walt. Maybe uh, just slightly, isn't it? Um, what Hitchcock was wanting to film in Disney, or they needed to film in Disney, or or nearby, or in one of the studios, something like that. And he said no, because he made that disgusting little film, Psycho. So he said yeah. never again. Do you also know that uh, Janet Leigh, after the film, after seeing the film, never took a shower again. She bathed. God, God. <laughs> stinks. Hang on, hang on. What's that? Oh, Janet's in the room. Janet, Janet's here, here again. Comes. Janet's. <laughs> Oh, Janet! What happened? Um, it, it, it is, it is, it is weird to me now looking at how many, how much iconic images yeah. are brought out of that movie, and it's, it's not. You know, you talk about, you pick a book up with a with a slasher movie, you're gonna have Bates Motel. Yeah, you're gonna have the shower scene. It's not a slasher movie, in my opinion. Yeah. It's not a slasher movie. But yeah, there's there's key there's key scenes like you said that that are like you know the holding of the knife. Yes, the you know the. The perceived penetration of the knife, the big knife as well. Yeah, it's a bit, is, yeah, it's I would say chunky. That, yeah, well, I said about the the pointy things. Yes. that knife appears in quite a lot because it's a, it's mm. a kitchen knife. It's, yeah, it's a it's a it's a, it's a, it's a standard. Yeah. you know, in every home, um, but you know, no one had ever seen it used in such a way on screen before. No, um, again, that that shower scene, obviously, that's I think that was took seven days to film, and there was. Various kind of issues and problems there to edit quite a lot of it out yeah. and the nudity and obviously there's a lot of cuts as well in that like it's almost it's almost as if but I think the cuts help yeah but it's almost as if the knife is making the cuts in yeah. the film it's I, like every what, yeah. stab every stab is is a cut in the film it's and, almost like a flick of and I think I think yeah. the cuts helped it I think if it was like um, the shot originally I think yeah it'd it be more horrific yeah I think the cuts help the movie it makes ding, 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 and it goes with the music better but, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it links up as well. But um, just, that was the impression of a dog. No, that's not right. You sound is like it? a mouse. I'm gonna have a drink. <laughs> Carry on as you were. Um, well, Hitchcock obviously had a lot of, of problems with the editors. Um, he he decided to shoot in black and white because he felt he wouldn't be able to make the film because of the amount of blood. First of all, so he's worried that they were going to censor it because it was just too much blood. So he thought if if it's in black and white, it's going to seem less violent or less gruesome or less kind of colourful. Um, he also wanted to kind of show up B-movies, like shit B-movies, because they were always filmed in black and white, like, you know, all the Corman stuff or, you know, Attack of the Killer Crabs or Tarantula, you know, all that sort of shit. So he was like, what if I made like a really good 
expensive B-movie. So, so he's, he's done that. And he also wanted to make it cheap. He wanted to have it fast and quick and easy. The Obviously, the editors went mad on him. were like, right, you've got to cut that. I can see nipple. I can see nipple in a, a little bit of a nipple in two of the frames. And he, apparently, he, was, he didn't edit it out. He just sent it back and they accepted it. <laughs> Pure Hitchcock. Um, one of my favourite things, which is probably the most ludicrous thing that I read, was that one of the things the censors had a problem with was, I'll read this to you, I'll quote it. So one of the main things they had a problem with was the visual and oral depiction of a toilet. What? The visual and oral depiction of a toilet. So the sight of a toilet and the sound of a toilet was one of the major issues the censors had. Not the knife going into the lady or the nudity... Just the sound so, uh, and sight of a toilet. So you're thinking we don't take a shit, is yeah. that what it is? It's like, oh, that's too horrific. Oh, no. We can't think about pooing. Oh, God, no. <laughs> okay. Sure, yeah. whatever. Again, like like we were saying about the UK, you know, it's still, you know, a bit stuffy in America as well, yeah, probably back yeah. then as well. Um, but, yeah, utterly fucking ridiculous <laughs> in, in this day and age. Don't you dare show a toilet. <laughs> Just blanking it out, big black box over it. What a fucking ridiculous thing. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Censors are stupid anyway. Yeah, exactly. Again, it's censorship can go very much too yes. far. We should do a rant about censorship. Oh, bloody censors. Yeah, we could. We could yeah. be here far too long. Um, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I don't think... I think I think Psycho 2 is closer to what we yes. would... And it's released within the slasher heyday as well. Like yeah, 80, I think and then Psycho 82. 3 is just a pure slasher. It's not very good, but it's a pure no, slasher. No, but yeah. Movie. I think that was directed by... I think that was directed by Perkins, I think. It was. Uh, or four, or four might be. I don't know if, if I don't think I've ever seen four. No, I've not. I think I think I remember putting one of them on, and he has a phone call with like a radio host about murders or something, and like you can't reveal your name, but you say you're a murderer. Tell us more. And he's like, Yeah, I remember. I, I think four's the one with his mum, and they have a flashback, and he's oh, like right, a young okay. man or something. Oh, you've always got the remake. Yeah. <laughs> what Ooh. was the point in that? Um, I don't know. Anyway, but I think he's quite good in it, though, isn't he? Who's Vince that? Quite, oh, Vince Vaughn. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, he's pretty cool as a character, but it's just a shit movie. There you go. Well, yeah, I mean, he's he's very. I, I think Vince Vaughn is good at doing like unhinged quite well. You think? Yeah. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, you just have to look at those eyes, don't you? Yeah. It's always like a like a yeah. kind of thing. He's a bit mental. But there yeah. Um, right. So so I think yeah. I, I I don't think like looking at the tropes here. We do have the spying and the stalking yes. kind of. You yeah. do have. The police are useless, basically. But, you know, yeah. Even even the policeman at the start, who's a bit suspicious, you know, they're they're useless. Yeah, pretty much. Like it's it's a fairly remote location. POV spying on the person. Yeah, mysterious. He's mysterious. Bit of a, definitely a twist ending. Well, yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah. Mysterious. We don't know who it was. Um, now, now you're reading them, I'm question. It's not. It's not. No, it's, it's not. It's not. I think it? t- tonally, it's not. Like I th- I think, t- tonally, it's still a thriller for me. I think the not, building, not the, horror. The building blocks of both um, Peeping Tom and and Psycho, hmm. you can see later on. And yeah, yeah, we'll probably discuss them. But you can, you can see the start of the you know the yeah. inkling of an idea. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's not fully formed. No, yet, and I think but... I think a lot to do with that is to do with censorship. Is to do yeah. with, with, with the storytelling of, of, of the directors yeah. and yeah. things. The technology available. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know. The, but I the think writing. The ideas were there. Yeah, it's, it's just whether they're going to be allowed to do it and yes. to push that yeah. as far as it, they can push it. Yeah. I, I would say Peeping Tom's more of a slasher, more of that kind of just 
Yeah, much more. I agree. I yeah, think I agree. Psycho it is a thriller. It is. It's, it's, one it's half. It's a half and half movie. Yeah, you kind of on the edge. You see, you know, with the yeah. money and all that kind of stuff, and yeah. then it, then it forms the relationship between them two is really cool. But yeah. it's it's just to me, it doesn't it doesn't doesn't ring my bell. No, still good. Yeah, still, yeah. still an excellent film, yeah. a classic. But with it with this discussion, we are talking slasher tropes. Yes, if we feel it is a slasher, um, I don't think, in our opinion, that that's the case. Anyway, moving on. Now, <laughs> what are you laughing at? What's the next? What's, what's the next one? What's the next one? You don't. You don't know. Don't know. Would it? Would it be? Um, be your favorite? Could it be my favorite movie of all time? Of all time. Why don't you? Why don't you take this one away, Dennis? <sighs> I don't know where to begin. <laughs> would it? What's the? What's the title? What's the second title? So it's uh, it's either Bay of Blood or a Bay of Blood or. Twitch of the Death Nerve. Which is which is the title I like, because it yeah. definitely twitched my nerve. <laughs> oh, it's... Oh, my God. I don't even know where to be. I, I, I'd never seen this movie. Well, I think I had, but obviously I was, I don't know, on drugs. I watched it with a double bill with another, like, maybe Cyborg or something, which is utterly horrendous <laughs> as well. Um, help. I don't know where to okay. begin. Okay, uh, so... It's Italian. It's a lovely... It's it Italian. is Italian. It's Italian. It's, Italian. It's, it's a thingy... What's he called? Mario Bava Mario from, Bava. Uh, Black, I think, Black Sunday. Yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's, it's shot really well. Mm-hmm. The opening the opening titles last for about a week and a half, I think. True. Um, it's it's crazy. I, I watched it and I rang Dan up and Dan said, what do you think? So, I have no idea what happened. <laughs> I literally have no idea who the characters were. There were people showing up and then disappearing, but there, you know, there are there are there are glimpses of absolute genius in it, and there are which I'll talk about in a second. And mm. and there are scenes in it where you think, oh, th- th- there's a movie here. Mm. I just can't figure out where. <laughs> you you can, you definitely can. <laughs> and the soundtrack is completely bonkers, but amazing as well. Yeah, I think I think the thing with. So this is what you would describe as, as a giallo movie. Yes. Which is, they used to, in Italy, they used to produce these small kind of um, paperbacks with yellow paper. Giallo means yellow. Um, and that's why, and they had always had like killers and stalkers killing women, um, you know, one by one, serial killing women, uh, maybe sexual sexual crime yes, yeah. or, you know, sexual edge to it. And they started making those into movies and that's why they called them the giallo movies. Yes. Um, and their influence is very heavy on the slasher movie because yeah. it's, it's, you know, and I think this is the one that is closest to what we would consider a slasher movie. Yes, I, I, I would agree. I've watched a lot of these movies, a lot mm. of the Italian movies, and I, I'll be honest, I like them. Yeah. I do feel... After I've watched a couple of them, I need to go and have a shower. Yeah. And maybe go to church. Yeah. Maybe they're a bit, um, they can be a bit grimy, a bit yeah, sleazy. But, but I also like, with Italian movies, I always have like, they're very loose on plot. There's never... And titles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Obviously, they want, they want to, they're trying to sell these films. Yeah. Like, in Italy, I think there's looser copyright laws. So they will, t- they will literally call things Terminator 2 when it's not actually Terminator 2 and it'll have won't even have a robot in it we'll just call it Terminator 2 and just hope for the best Um, and I do like the passion behind Italian filmmaking you know I'm I'm, I have you know Italian blood Italian descent not much but it's it's still there no I I, I like I I like Italian cinema I like I like spaghetti westerns I like I like I like I like Italian movie I like Mm. I just think this is I just don't understand yeah so I'm I'm gonna try it because because I, I think 
it's a hard movie to pin down. I, I also think you got it better than I did. Yeah, I'll be honest. It, it was confusing because I, I struggled because one, the the audio compared to the music was very low in comparison. So so the sound and the music is blaring, but the audio and the vocals very low. So you can't really hear them very well. Also, they had three men in the film that look identical and are three different characters. Um, you've got a massive cast. I believe there's 13 murders in the film, um, 13 deaths anyway, yes. uh, which is a lot. And considering you're not quite sure, and, and people just kind of appear and go yeah. and appear and go yeah. and appear and go. And it's not the, the plot, as, as best I can sum up the plot, is there's an old lady and a, and a husband who own a bay, an area surrounding a bay. They own the property and it's kind of, it's gone to seed. It's not very good anymore. Nobody's coming to visit. There's no money. There's no gas stations, no restaurants. There is no boats. There's nothing. It's just, it's all gone to pot. Uh, the woman doesn't want anything to, to, she doesn't want to leave the bay. She doesn't want to change the bay. She's like, nothing is ever going to happen. There's a guy who wants to buy it. Um, and he's trying to convince the bloke, the the husband, to do that. Um, they start off kind of a series of murders to try and get that get that done. Get the. How did you figure that out? I, I had to have a think. I don't. I don't know whether it's because I kind of. I. I my attention was always on it. No, it's it's the like a, like we said. The plots are very loose in Italian films, but also they kind of filled with this dreamlike logic, which, which I love. Yeah, and it's great. It's great, yeah. and, and and a lot often the I'd say that because in Italian films they never record audio, no matter where they film, no matter what they do, they never record the audio. They will always dub everything over. So if you go and watch Good, Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, they're they're all speaking their own language, and they all get overdubbed, and you can tell. But it also adds to that kind of dreamlike quality because it's like it's almost like the, their words are like not connected to their body, yeah, or, and, and or there's every, a delay. And every time, like there's a, a beautiful shot of this this hallway, and the curtains are blowing, and it's mm. it's 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 almost in sort of focus. It's mm. it's really nice. It, it, it almost has a dreamlike, whimsical feel yeah. to parts of yeah. it. Even even like a fantasy film. Yeah, e- even some of the kills have the same sort of kind of. So focus of them, which is which is which yeah. is bizarre as well. But yeah, it's almost it's almost like the the violence is romanticized. Yes, like it's like a, it's like a sex scene or a love scene. Yeah, which is almost a, a trope of Italian yeah. Italian of Italian yeah. movies. Yeah, yeah. like it's like a sexual act almost, and you know it's a sexual want or a desire to kill. Yeah, so that's basically the plot. And there's several people that are doing several different murders, have several different motives. Yeah, and I think that's why it's quite hard to pin down. As and well. they all look the same. And they all look identical. Um, there is a group of young teenagers that turn up. And why? Why do they turn up on a holiday? There's no real reason. And it, Again, and and the locations are so many different locations. Yes. Yeah. You've, we've got the house. You've I got I, I can never building. tell whose house I was in either. Yeah, when when the young people they break into a building yeah. that doesn't look anything like the rest of the yeah. house. So are they in the house or are they so, in the house? Yeah. I, I, I couldn't. I, I, couldn't I couldn't work out whose house it was. I couldn't work out if they were still in the house, the other person, yeah. or they were going to come back, and then. You find out later in the film that the old lady... So the old lady gets killed at the start. She leaves a suicide note, but it's not a suicide. It's a murder, but it's made to look like that. There's a young... There's a couple of the guy... There's a blonde and a guy who wants to buy the bay, and they come up with this plan to kill the wife and then have the blonde woman seduce the husband and then give him the plans and the deeds for the bay. 
That's the main plot, really. Um, there is another relative of the woman who is also after those same deeds with the red hair. Yep. Um, the teenagers are just there for fodder, yeah, basically. Yeah, That's all they're, they're there. Just They've got yeah. nothing to do with the plot. No. They're just there for fodder. And then you've got the illegitimate son yes. of, of the lady who owns the bay. Yep. And he wants something because he's illegitimate. He wants something. So he's involved with the blonde lady and the guy but trying to buy it. He just bops in and out, doesn't he? Yeah. He so, just... so you see him, you see him quite a long scene hmm. and then that's it for a while yeah and then he bobs back in again <laughs> got, for a bit and you've got these two random characters you've got the lady who's like into tarot yes and like a psychic and then her husband who likes collecting books yes and and again they're like almost inconsequential yeah. as well yeah but a lot of focus goes on them so yeah weird which is which is, which is strange Bizarre. but i you know i i think we i think we can say this is our least favorite of the of the films However, the the influence, especially some of the kills, yes. is is very heavy on like Friday the Thirteenth. Very much. Well, Mr. Cunningham, Mr. Sean Cunningham, Sean, Sean Cunningham actually, in one of his earlier interviews, actually says mm. that there's, there's a particular scene mm. that influences the Friday the Thirteenth. Well, one like there's two kills in this movie that are identical yes. to two kills in the first two Friday the Thirteenth movies. Yes. So you've got. Um, two people having sex and they get speared uh, a spear is brought down into their bodies and they're impaled on the bed yeah. while still who, do, who does it better Friday 13th or Bay of Blood I mean Bay of Blood it's almost like they're getting off on being murdered it's like they're, they're like we've been stabbed but we're going to die anyway let's keep going it does it does have this that they do yeah. finish but again yeah and it, yeah there is a there is a, a almost a climax of yeah, an orgasm it's, it's to weird. the yeah it's very it's very odd or it's but i think i prefer that one i prefer yeah. the bear plot did you yeah okay yeah. it is very it's much more italian like yeah. italian filmmaking is very passionate yes and you can yeah. see that and it comes off the screen like very it's very you know very intense very visceral that yes. feeling and uh and yeah i i I'm trying to remember. I'll be honest. I'm trying to remember the one from Friday the Thirteenth. I'd need to rewatch it because okay. it's been a while. But but yeah, maybe maybe it's better. But I think there's also the one. I think there's also the one with the machete. It's it's that is wonderful the way they do that because mm. it's a single shot mm. and it's broken by the door frame. So even though even it's, it's similar to the, the jaws when Brody's watching the water, yeah, people yeah. walking past. Yeah, that that cuts it, and they do the same thing with with with, with that as well. Mm. The the murder the murders, if I can say it, I know it's slasher films. Yeah, every murder is great. Yeah, they're all done really well. The, the, uh, they're, they're all brilliant and very imaginative mm. in quite a few of them as well. It's just a shame that it's completely nonsensical. Bonkers. Nonsensical plot yeah. brings it down. And I'm not going to tell you what the ending is, but when I when I I watched it before Dan. And I was texting, you need just watch it for the ending. Yeah. Because it is completely it the ending sums up the entire movie. Yeah. And you say, Why? What why? And the ending, some the, the word that would sum it up is What? Yeah, what why what and what mine was, just, where did they come from? Yeah. Exactly. The 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 problem is it starts off and you have very little plot, very little understanding of who the characters are, where they are, other than they that they are a bit weird and they live on a bay. That's mm. that's it. And again, I got lost because I'm like, oh, that's the guy from earlier. That's the guy in bed with that woman. Yeah. No, they're different guys. Yeah. And then a third guy comes in and you're like, who's this guy yes. now? Yeah. And and the thing is, all this plot comes at the last few the last few minutes, like 30 minutes. It's all very like... Yeah, it's almost too much for you to kind of process. Yeah, you have nothing and then you have too much. Yeah, and it's... 
I think you know, I think I read somewhere that they weren't that. <laughs> I don't think they'd written anything until they got to the end of we the know, film. You know what? It doesn't tell. No, you, can't show you, you don't no, get you don't no, get a sense no, of that. No, no, no. Okay. I I I watched I watched this. Uh, I watched it twice. You did. I had to watch it with my yeah. wife. I had to watch it with Sarah. This is why I paid attention because you were like, I can't, I don't understand this. Yeah. I'm like, right, so I need to I really. To, watch I watched this. it with Sarah, and um, she didn't get it at all. Um, she she had the same problems I had. Yeah, she liked the kills because you know she's yeah. my wife and she that's the way she rolls. Yeah, but again, she just didn't understand who people were. Yeah, and I, I kept trying to. I I I would watch. I'm just saying. So what where has that person come yeah. from? Has he has he been in it before? Yeah. No, it's the first time he's been in it, right? And they'd be like, Sarah would say, he's back again. Yeah. But is that the no, same person? It's not, no, it's a different guy. He's, he's similar similar haircut, yeah. white guy. Yeah, it's it's a different guy. And she'd be like, <laughs> so why is he, so there is a there is, there is a movie that they should yeah. do almost like a showreel of the murders. Yeah. Um with with just with description under it because yeah. The murders are great. Yeah. Um the, 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 the even the first the, one. The, the imagination going into it yeah. is great. Again, it's just it's just that story and that connective tissue yeah. that's there and is not quite I, what I, it needs I, to be. I think the first one for me is shocking. The 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 the, the, the hanging. Yeah, yeah, I because yeah, I I, I was shocked with yeah. this. Jesus, this yeah, is it's like, very full on. Yeah, yeah um, and then you get a kill straight after it as yeah. well. So I didn't hate it. Though no. I, I've seen, no. I've you know, I've seen. Yeah, we've seen worse films. I know we did last summer. I hate. <laughs> I know we did last summer. Urban Legends. I hate Urban Legends. The remake of um, um, Black Christmas, which we're gonna absolutely yeah. hate it. Yeah. I, I didn't hate it because I like Italian movie. I, I, I take, mm. I take what was on the screen. There, yeah, there was some take, absolute, take it with a, yeah, a pinch of salt. There was absolutely, some absolute stellar moments. That mm. the machete the, the, yeah. in the head is absolutely yeah, it's so it's filmed great. so well and the, the little chase sequence in it as well. Yeah, but the girl get um, the girl. Yeah, and gets, yeah. yeah. And so, so it's just it's just a shame that it's kind of packaged the way it is but mm. I, I do like Italian movies I, yeah. I like Demon I like yeah. you know New York Ripper and all that kind of stuff And yeah I, I think know. it is it, it is very influential I can de- we can definitely oh, say yeah, that yeah. hugely influential well, I just, it, it's a bay where was Friday yeah. 13 set <laughs> mm, let <laughs> me think mm. there's, there's a big jetty around a body of water yes. mm. there's, a, there's a big jetty with, with, with like smoke mouth with somebody yeah, swimming exactly, in yeah. nakedness mm. Mm. and um, ooh and did did they have a similar relationship like Norman Bates yeah. and his mum. Oh wait, they switched it round, didn't and, they? And, and did they run after him when she's running away? Was the guy chasing her? Was he running? Mm. So there are, there are, yeah. there are. Def- I think this is. You can clearly, clearly see if you can manage to watch the whole thing, <laughs> you will see. You'll go, yeah, that, that, yeah. that. And yeah, you, this is. You're just ticking off the list. Aren't yeah, you? yeah, this is this is for me compared to the other two. This is this is a slasher. Yeah, this is a slasher. This is movie. the one. Yeah. yeah, this is this is. Bang on a slasher yeah. movie. This is not a giallo. This no. is this is this is evolved into what we would consider a yeah. slasher. And I, I think you're right. I think there are very similar movies like Deep Red that are, have a better, more consistent plot, a bit yeah. stronger. Um, probably shot about the same way, like similar looks and and things. Like comparing it to the other films on this list, yeah. it's it's at the bottom for me. See, you, you got you've got a feel for for my wife basically because mm. within the space of three days, she'd watched. Um, <laughs> New York Ripper, Bay of Blood, right. Peeping Tom, mm. Black Christmas. Uh, I feel very good for your wife. She's been so, treated. She, you know what? 
She, apart she, from Bay of Blood, she liked them all. Yeah. And I thought she wouldn't like um, New York Ripper. Did, to be does. fair, even even Bay of Blood, I think it sounded like, when I spoke to her, it sounded like she enjoyed it in a kind of like, yeah. what the fuck kind she, of way. She, just, she described it because she, she doesn't like Doctor Who. Mom, she, she likes old Doctor Who, doesn't like the new stuff. She describes it as, they've got all the notes, they've tripped up, it's all flung the phone, they've just put it together and said, that's what we're filming. <laughs> I get it. That's, yeah. that's the way no, I, I, agree. That's the I, I agree. But no, if, yeah. if, if, you, if you can, it's on, it's, it's on streaming services, isn't it? It's, it's on, on Amazon Prime, Prime yeah, I think, on, at the moment. Not, yeah, so. it's, not, it's not on Shudder, it's on no, Prime. No, it, it? it was on Shudder or Arrow. And it's Arrow. uncut as well. Yes. Um, which I don't think it really matters too much. No. But if you can, it's not a long movie. No. But by God, does it feel long. Yeah, it does. It, it drags eight, a little 80, bit. 84 minutes? But yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. I, you know. Just like lots of shots of the bay. Just yeah, like yeah, it's, a, it's I can see because I I'd watched it. I watched it in the evening. I watched yeah. it on my own and thought the night when I when I woke up that I ain't got a clue. I thought no. I've got to watch it again in, in with with somebody to bounce <laughs> it off. Still no closer, but watch it. I, I love I love that you and you and your wife are just like most of the time people are like shut up I'm watching the movie stop asking questions but you're like you you were just both asking questions yeah. all who the way through. I don't know who that is. Yeah. You know who that is. No idea. What's going on? Why is the hair change colour? Because it's a different character. <laughs> it's a different actress. <laughs> really? <laughs> but no, and you know, stick stick with it to the end. Because yeah. I will guarantee you've never in a million years. Yeah. There is a heck of a twist ending. Yeah. Heck, heck of a twist ending, ending like this in a movie. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. I, I, I'm not gonna. We're not gonna spoil no, the I, ending. I, I, I would bet vital parts of my anatomy. You will not be. You will not predict the ending of this. I can <laughs> no. guarantee. No matter what you think happens at the end of this movie, you will not predict, predict the ending. Not at all. And again, again, Friday the Thirteenth has a twist ending, doesn't it? Does, it? Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah, there you yeah. go. But so. no, I, 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 I. This is my flash. This is my our for me on our list. Hmm. This is our first pure slasher movie. For me. Yeah. It definitely has that that feel to yeah, it. That yeah. definitely and it, that grimy. Yeah. We're just gritty talking about it. Can I go feel. and have a shower? I feel yeah. a bit dirty Ooh. already. Yeah. Ooh, a bit dirty. A bit <laughs> grimy. A bit, a bit grimy, yeah. A bit no, grimy. It's, yeah, yeah. But it's also before we move on, it, yeah. I I I'm pretty sure I saw this when I was when I was a teenager and quite mm. liked it. And it kind of shows that I liked it probably just for the kills and had no interest in anything else. Now I'm a bit older and I kind of want a bit of substance. Yeah. Just a bit. It's like, fix this. I'd like a, I'd like a through line, please. Yeah. And, and and it's becoming apparent that I'm showing Dan movies that I watched in my youth and thinking, what the what fuck are you on? What, yeah. what are you doing? Ah, I don't get it. What was that? Uh, Legend of the Werewolf. Uh, the Hammer. The yeah. Hammer Werewolf movie. That, you, were, you were 100% right on that, though. I was. I, I couldn't I watch was. it my second time. <laughs> I put it on and just... I, De- Dennis, Dennis watched the Hammer Werewolf movie with... Le- I think it's Legend of the Werewolf. Curse of the Werewolf. Sorry, Curse of the Werewolf. My, there's so many werewolf movies. <laughs> could, could have been could have been exactly <laughs> the same one. Um, but yeah, and uh, I watched it and he was like, I loved it. It was a childhood. Oliver Reed. I like the you know the white wolf or the grey wolf design. I was like, yeah, it looks great. You know, the posters look cool and stuff. The trailer looks all right. Yeah, let's give it a watch. Dullest Dishwater <laughs> is... It's boring. Half of it is about like a Marquis de Sade type person. Um, and it's just... It's like the first half an hour is just like... You know all the all the bad things that happen to women? Just that. <laughs> just like tortured, raped, murdered. Yeah. Um, you know, all that sort of stuff. It's like all the all the things that be, writers would be very careful about nowadays. They're like, nah. I, I, I took real offence the fact that Dan didn't like it. It was like... He said, Dennis, go and watch it again. So I... 
You know what? I am. I'm going to watch it yeah. right now. The film is an hour and a half, and the the werewolf, the werewolf, you don't see the werewolf makeup until the last ten minutes. Yeah. So I, I it was it was a curse to watch it. Yeah. Telling me to watch it. So I was like, I, you watch I it. Put it on. It's on Amazon Prime. I will not be beaten. I didn't. Think I got about halfway and turned it off. So this is shit. I don't think you even got halfway. No, I, think, I got up. I got up to when the guy who looks like a melting candle gets. She stabs him in the bedroom. That's, I don't think that's even twenty minutes in. Is it not? Yeah. I don't even think that's twenty minutes. Yeah. In. And the, I had to phone up with. Um, my tail welling truly between my yeah. legs saying, um, mm. on this occasion, Daniel, you're right. This occasion. On many occasions. This occasion, <laughs> you're right. And then Cyborg. Yeah, Cyborg. Yeah, that as well. Yeah. That was not, not Still great. Dawn was good. Still Dawn. Yeah, Still Dawn. Patrick Swayze. Yeah, come on. Post-apocalyptic you know. Samurai. She's like the wind. She, she's like the wind. <laughs> she breaks like the wind. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it was good. But um, I would, if you're looking, if you're looking at the... If you're looking for a film that is filtered, if this was filtered, <laughs> some filtered coffee, this would be pure black coffee if you filtered it properly. Yeah. The kills, if you shortened, I think if it was, God, if it was like half an hour shorter, it would be fine. Yeah. I think just cut out a lot of the stuff at the start. And you, you'd, yeah, it's, it is. There's a lot of just pointless conversations that never really go anywhere. It's not, they don't want anything to well, do with the plot. The first proper conversation went after he's, he's been spying on the, the people yeah. in the light. The first conversation that has nothing to do with the film oh. at all. Nothing. What are you doing? Looking. Why? Da, da, da. Then he disappears. I, I like bugs. You, you, oh, right. I, I, I'm, oh, I'm killing a squid. What? Yeah, what? <laughs> Watch it. There's quite, for me, there's, there's quite a lot of these yeah. on Amazon at the moment. There's yeah. quite a lot of them on. Watch it, but then watch something. Yeah. Because right, there, are, so there are some really, really good There's stuff. some great Italian films yeah. out there um, and loads on on Amazon Prime. Go in it, go in knowing what we know and with a pinch of salt, but watch it for the kills. Watch it for that for that stuff. Watch it for that influence. Um, don't expect to have a coherent plot or know what the fuck is going on because you won't, but just enjoy it for the what the fuck ending because it is quite enjoyable in a way. Um and and the very well depicted and well shot kill scenes, well good makeup, good everything. Yeah. Just watch it for those. Yeah. Um fast forward if you need to. Yeah, I would definitely fast forward. Um especially from the beginning, after the first yeah. they killing. Should do the chapters so we just press it yeah, yeah. kill that way. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna tell people to buy it on DVD though, I don't think. Don't buy it on DVD. Get it on get it on Amazon Prime, yeah, it's there now. Yeah, so do yeah. that. Anyway, let's get on to our favourite of Very these, much so. of these what, films. What, one of my, it's not just one of my favourite of these movies, but one of my favourite movies. Ever. I love it. It's great. Ever. Yeah. We're going to talk about Bob Clark's Black Christmas. Love it. Love it. Love everything about it. There's nothing about this movie that I don't like. Mm. I like I like the settings. I like the the kind of little bit of claustrophobicness. Mm. Is that a word? Claustrophobic, yeah. yeah claustrophobic, it's claustrophobic. Yeah. Um, I like that. I like that. all the characters are good. My girl Killer gets what she, you know. She does my head in in pretty much everything she's in, but she's mm. quite good in this. Mm. Um, you you get a bit of comedy, which is which is quite amusing yeah. as well. Like it's this is definitely the funniest of yeah. of um, apparently Bob Clark got the script, thought it was a bit too dark, a bit too violent, yeah. so he he pulled it back and added a lot more humor, and and I think it really helps the film as well. Yeah, it's it's. Again, it's another one that I watched with my beloved, and she loved it as well. Mm. Um, the house is amazing. Mm. The house looks it's, so it's, it's a real, real sorority house. I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, and it's 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 the, the, the opening sequence is just the camera moving on the house. Mm. The last sequence is that camera coming away from the house. So, so the, the, it's bookend really yeah. well. 
the, the story is fluid. It runs the you give a shit about the characters, yeah. which is rare in, in slash. Yeah, it, as well. well, like we were saying, that the, the characters are often just fodder. They're just like I'm an archetype, I'm a stereotype, and and then they're murdered. Um, but these characters have real issues. You care. They're fully formed personalities. Yeah. They're funny. They've got quirks. Um, again, there's a lot of humor. You've got like. You've got like dumb policemen. You've got stuffy father figures. Jump, jump moments. Yeah, you've got proper jump moments. Yeah. You've got um, you've got some re- like very distinct personalities from from everybody in the film, you know. And you care, you care yeah. when the where, what they're dealing with. And the, the, you know, it kind of sums up because there's, there's a little rant around a, around a dinner table mm. where um, Maga Kidder's character comes up and says this, this thing, and you you're watching, thinking, "Yeah, I agree with what you just said." I was thinking the same thing. You know, and it, it, and that's unusual as well for these these sort of mm. movies. But it's 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 just so good. And yeah. What's re- what's really good about it? When I watched it with Sarah, I said to her, "You will know, you will recognise pretty much everybody in this movie, even the people in the background." Yeah. And she did. And she went through, and you've got like John Saxon. And yeah. Stuff. John Saxon. Height of his powers. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, um, uh, Nancy's dad from yeah, Nightmare yeah. on Elm Street. Yeah. It's a it, it's a complete movie for me. It's got yeah. it's got everything in it. What it's, the script's good. It's, oh it, yeah. It's witty. It's it's, it's Sharp. brutal. It's sad. Yeah. It's, Tragic. You know, you've you've got all that kind in there. You've got really really nice characters. You've got the best cult I've ever seen on screen, uh, worn by a man. Um, you've oh, got, that is a good coat, actually. It's, it's, if it's the one I'm thinking of, yeah, it's it good. Will be, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's a good coat. You've got an absolute bumbling waste of time police officer in, in mm. uh, Officer Nash. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I like the guy who's just constantly laughing. The police yeah, officer is constantly... He's not doing his job, he's no. just constantly laughing every, at every that idea. Every time he comes in or something, he's like, oh, God, he's doing it again, sort of stuff. <laughs> What's he up to now? And I think you've got, and I hope that Dan will deliver this line for Go me, on. One of the best fond lines of of anything on the phone because what the, the murderer does, he kind of rings up and shouts down the phone. Yeah, and oh god, I I, I watched this with my daughter as well because mm. she likes slasher movies. Yeah, and it was the the, the two first lines you're on the phone are like shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, you, so I'll, I'll I'll do my I'll do my best impression of it. I, the the phone calls in this movie. So, so the it's kind of based on that old kind of um, urban legend with the babysitter and the guy in the calls are coming from inside the house, yeah. that sort of thing. And you've got um, Nick Mancuso pe- plays one of the voices. So there's multiple different voices played by multiple different people. One of people. animals, wasn't there? Yeah, there's an animal noise yeah, in there yeah. and there's an, a woman um, and then there's another older fella as well who's played by somebody else. I think it might be Bob Clark. Yeah. Um, Nick Mancuso would stand on his head to make him sound more deranged. And it's like, hey, Agnes, it's me, Billy. I'm gonna kill you. You are gonna lick your picky cunt. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's, and that's, you've got to think, 70s. Yes. That is quite bad. Yeah. You know, that's quite a severe word and like i'm not doing those phone calls justice like that's just because a while, quick while, while he's doing that there's screaming scream animal noises. animals are like your father you know yeah. me and your father are very annoyed with you billy and he's it's yeah. uninjured it's, it's a sad thing do you know actually that the bob clark would do the phone calls but they were not anywhere near as bad on set yeah. as what they would be recorded in the studio because he did he wanted the girl's reaction not to be 
too over the top. And disgusted kind of thing. He wanted the audience's reaction to yeah, be yeah. to be re- reacting to those words and what he was saying, and you know, it's it's horrific, but it's it's some of the best, well done, eerie, disturbing phone calls you've ever heard yeah. in your life. Um, you know, I, I watched the entire film, but for me, the phone calls are just yeah. utterly fantastic. I, I also think he's got one of the best kind of red herring flips. Which is which is which is twist ending, twist ending, twist ending, which is real. The ending for me is balls brilliant. The Mm. ending for me is what. what, Did you know? Did you know that uh, Warner Brothers asked Bob Clark to change it, and he and he refused. They said that we want a more complete ending. We don't want this, you know, this open ended. The ending is so good, and the fact is pretty much the opening shot, but in reverse. Mm. It's just great. I love it. I, I loved it. And apart from the um, the word cunt, my, my daughter loved it <laughs> yeah. as well. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what can you do? Eh? Yeah. She's, she's probably heard worse. Again, again like yeah. we were talking about, we were talking, talking about firsts. Yeah. Um, IMDb says this may be the first like mainstream film that used the word cunt in a mainstream film. So that's uh, it's, it's quite a, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot, it's, it's a yeah, landmark. It, it, what, you know? What's kind of, what, What's kind of strange for me is the fact that you do care about the characters, but away from the murders, they're all going through stuff themselves. Yeah. Personally, they've yeah. all got kind of traumas Proper and things issues, going on with yeah. their lives. And Not getting on with their stuff, boyfriends. Yeah. Or... Um, you've got all these kind of stuff. And I think that, that makes it a little bit more real, I think. Yeah. Cause like uh, Margot Kidd has got asthma. Yeah. She's a, she's, a, she's a drunk and she's got asthma. And she smokes like a gym. And she smokes as well. And then you've got other people that are more like... Slightly more, maybe prudish or yes. more reserved. Our boyfriend wants to go um, a little bit further. Either. Yeah, well, oh, there's sure. there's people that are like have sleeping problems, so they take pills. Yeah. You've got the the landlady or the the hen mother or whatever they call yeah, it. Uh, she's got a drinking problem and hides booze everywhere. <laughs> yeah, in the house. It's good. But it's also me being a bit of a kind of serial killer hmm. kind of buff. It's very much um, America seventies because yeah. when they go to the police and say like this is happening, and they go, "Oh, it's a bunch of girls." Yeah. You know, there was a lot of kind of like Netflix Night Stalk and stuff like yeah. that where, where rape and attacking on women, yeah. and, you know, were, for instance, rape in 70s America was, was, yeah. was not well, even, it was a misdemeanor. Yes, yeah, some of the, the, what inspired the film, apart from that urban legend, yeah. which kind of inspired a lot of slasher films mm-hmm. like, um, like He Knows You're Alone or, um, when a stranger calls, so those, like yeah, I need to see that one. Uh, it was, it was inspired by the urban legend, but it was also inspired by a guy called, uh, Wayne Borden up in Canada, and he was known as the vampire rapist. Um, so he would murder and rape, yeah. and and it was partially based on that as well. So well, some real, yeah, real stuff. The the, the the Night Stalker too um, would 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 kind of break in places, live there, yeah, plant his stuff, and then go back later. Yeah, but no one took this kind of stuff serious. Gone serious for a second, mm-hmm. but none of that stuff was taken seriously. By I the think by it, the way, watch the Netflix Night Stalker documentary. Yeah. It's disturbing but it's a really good documentary yeah. do recommend um, it but he's it's like they don't take them seriously the bunch of girls hmm. oh they've probably just gone with the girl the boyfriend's up somewhere they're probably yeah. doing probably, and it's like they don't apart from John Saxon's character hmm. no one takes what they're serious and it's if you watch anything around the 70s the way women were perceived in movies hmm. women were perceived on news and women perceived in general yeah. with violence and crimes hmm. they just weren't taken seriously so there is that kind of undertone mm. in it as well. Well, in fact, when when Bob Clark was right, re, he rewrote the script, like I was saying earlier. Um, it was written by somebody else. I think it was based on a book or something. Um, but he set a rule for himself. He said, uh, when it came to writing the female characters, 
Uh, the idea was to never objectify them sexually or give them nude scenes. Um, I wanted the college girls to come off as real people and not disposable horror characters waiting to die. Well, he succeeded. And he was clearly ahead of his time. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. It's, again, it's not like, oh, we're just annoying bimbos. We're just here to be murdered. There was, you know, like you said, real issues, real problems, real character, real fun as well. Like, yeah. we're talking about the comedy. It's It's not like... Tonally, it's like all over the show. It's not like half of it feels like a comedy and half it. It segues. You know, you have to. You can't just have everything. It's like real life. Yeah, it's real life. You can't yeah. have just constant like dull drudgery and and there's a lot of dark stuff. There's like mm. a child that goes missing that everyone starts looking for. Yeah. There's you know um, the soundtrack is great as well because yeah. it's it's more it's more like a soundscape and less of a soundtrack or yeah. a score well, you know, because it's it's just sounds a lot of it and then it's kind of interspersed with like. Christmas songs. But the, the Christmas songs haven't been messed with. No. The proper... Like, you watch a lot of these kind of... Very jolly. Yeah, seasonal horror movies, and they've, they've messed with the Christmas to make them a little bit more sinister. Yeah. They're not... They're just normal Christmas songs. Yeah. Carols. you got mm. carol singers in it and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, So, um, I'm not going to... I'm not... I don't want to give too much away, because I no. think anybody worth after sort would listen to anything that yeah. Dan does. Please. Oh, well, you need to watch yeah. this. If you've not seen it, ignore any kind of remakes or yeah. whatever watch this movie yeah it's it's, it's an absolute classic yes. um i watched it at christmas a few years ago and uh dennis boy from me on uh, blu-ray last year as a, as a gift was very nice and i rewatched it this year still just as good yeah, i love it you know still just good and I, I even i was like i was like is this as good as i remember and then second i was in i was like yeah this is this is fantastic yeah. um did you know that it is a favorite film of steve martin elvis presley and Alice Cooper. I did not know that. Yeah, uh, Elvis Presley and Alice Cooper. Their families would sit around and watch it Christmas morning. Well, I do. I do believe it is going to become one of our Christmas editions because we oh. watch Christmas movies and they're usually common. But I, yeah. I believe this will now be one of our Christmas. Well, editions. Bob Bob Clark also directed another Christmas classic, A Christmas Story. Well, hey, yeah, v- very very different. <laughs> Quite just, a bit different. Just a little bit, yeah. But um, but he also he was also uh, famous for. Uh, writing, directing the Porky's films, the sex comedy Porky's yeah. films, um, and I think what his what his writing tells me there about the women was that's probably why those films appeal to men and women because mm. they again they're not overly sexualized or you know just nude scenes for Officer nude scenes. Officer Nash is in Porky's. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to. He's like, the gym instructor. I need to, I need to watch Porky's. I think I saw the famous scene one night yeah. late night, but I never saw anything else um, of it. I don't think. Who knows? Who knows why? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah. It's, it's, no, it's 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 classic. It, it's, no, it's, it's complete. It's a complete. Like a lot. I think a lot of slasher movies, it kind of is just kill, 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 yeah. kill, kill. Well, this this is a movie. Yeah, this is it's an experience. A, it's a written movie. It's written yeah. well. You got characters that, and it's it's. For me, it's very much seventies seventies mm. movie like French yeah. Connection, Changeling, first kind of stuff. first ever seasonal slasher movie as well. That's well, it, important. It, it kind of yeah, yeah. So it's it's a holiday slasher yeah. because there, there's a lot of holiday slashers. Didn't, didn't quite launch the holiday slasher. Thing, no, was it? that was another no. holiday movie. No, that no, no, not really. Um, you know what? Can we just go back to Bay of Blood because I, I yeah, forgot there's a couple of things I wanted to say. Oh, go on, go on. Um, your friend and mine, Christopher Lee, yes, <laughs> went to see Bay of Blood. And he stormed out because he he was he was uh, he was put off by the extreme violence. 
Bless him. He was a sensitive soul. Bless he was him. a sensitive he soul. Was, yeah. He was in the war, though. He was. He stabbed, yeah. he stabbed guys. He did, yeah. Like, when when um, <laughs> Christopher Lee, when he's on set in Lord of the Rings, they say he's going to get, like, he gets killed, doesn't he get stabbed in the back. I think that's on the extended cut. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we want you to make this noise. And he goes, no, no, no. Uh, when a man gets stabbed in the back, he's, he, you know, it's like all the airs have been rushed out of him. And they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> how, how would you know that, Christopher? Well, I've killed a man. <laughs> yes, I've have, I have done things. I yes. really have been in the war. <laughs> yeah. So fair enough. He's also been in a heavy metal band too. That is true. That is true. Rock on. Rock on, Chris. God bless you uh, and your soul. Um, also. <laughs> Dark and battered. Yeah, where, wherever you are. <laughs> wherever you are. <laughs> Whichever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know where he is. It could be anywhere. Do you think he's got an extra nipple where he is? <laughs> he's definitely got a golden gun. Oh, definitely. He's definitely got a golden gun. It's in its, in its, it's fully loaded. It's, in his, yeah, it's, it's fully it's, loaded. He's got a powerful it's not, weapon. He's not, he's not firing blanks. No. Uh, well, <laughs> there's, uh, there's, one more, there's one more thing I wanted to say. <laughs> oh, dear. Put yourself together, man. All right. Sorry, there's one more thing I want to say about about Bay of Blood before we move on to the final final film. Um, Bay of Blood was actually prosecuted in the UK for being video nasty. A video nasty, yeah, and I, I believe that. Yeah, I can, it was, I can it was see banned. that. It was taken off the shelf. Yeah, and burnt. Um, yeah, it was released. Cut in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, they cut and then the it, and then the uncut stuff's come out. Um, yeah. But then you, when always that when that always happens, you always go, "That's a bit tame." <laughs> I remember watching Eraserhead and thinking, "What?" Yeah, and Driller Killer. Driller Killer would be a completely different movie these days. Yeah, probably. You get drills, you can just, you know, this big. Oh, yeah, I don't know why I'm doing that. No one can see it. About an inch. <laughs> that big. That big. <laughs> Hang on. I'm a Huge. man. I'm a man. So that's about. Yeah, that's, that's about, about an inch. That's right? about an inch yeah. Isn't it? yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's about twenty inches. Um, but yeah, no. Of, of all the films, I think on this list, I think Black Christmas. I'm sorry. I'm just thinking of. Christopher Killer carrying around that big that massive battery with him. I thought you I thought you were thinking about Christopher Lee in hell he's probably ruling the place he's I, probably I, on the throne I just don't know how in Driller Killer he managed to run after people because bat, those, those batteries are really you've not seen you've not seen Slumber Party Massacre he's got that, he's got an even bigger drill <laughs> he's got the big he's got, he's got a massive drill that's massive that he's got a little that's like a, thing it's like a seven foot drill you see if it was me if I was a serial killer and I had that I can guarantee that my yeah. wheel would squeak you see <laughs> Did you see the you see the um, Slumber Party Massacre two where where the guys no. the guys he's got a guitar he's like a rockabilly it's kind of like a musical almost yeah. he's got rock he's a rockabilly but it's got a drill on the end of it. it's it's a fucking weird one that is a weird slash if you're looking for watch Bay of Blood and then watch Slumber Party Massacre two don't need to watch the first one but it's fucking bizarre that is a fucking bizarre slasher movie so we saying Christopher Lee's ruling over hell yeah I did. <laughs> That's a, well. I mean, he's he's proper metal. He's the prince he's of proper, darkness. He's a prince, prince of darkness. Yeah. He's, he's proper metal. So I could see it. I could see him. He's you know he's fucking Saruman, Count Dooku. You know you name he's, it. He's probably got his put his face as expression. It's probably that one of the promotional shots for Dracula AD. <laughs> he's like, okay, well, doing one of these again, am I? Yeah. <laughs> oh great. Yeah. Give me a fa- give me a fag. <laughs> Do you think he flashed his third nipple? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Christopher Lee and his third. I bet, I, I bet You're when, obsessed. I bet when you go to yeah, well, what can I say? Yeah. I bet when you go to hell as part of it, the hazing, his, his, his are constantly erect. Yeah, you, you have his, to, these yeah, nipples. You have to touch his third nipples, like hazing to get into hell. 
It's like opens a door. <laughs> he's got, he's got is like, he like what? He's like the Hellraiser box. He's like a puzzle box. <laughs> yeah, you go down and he just he's got like he's got a t-shirt. You touch the nipple, we came. <laughs> <laughs> He's got his, his, <laughs> he's got his track, okay. Yeah. Sounds good. You touch the nipple. Okay. He just just he's got like <laughs> just just undoes it a little yeah. bit. Like, just just exposes like, the third nipple, and you gotta go. There you go, Chris. Little, little, little nip slip. Little <laughs> third nip slip. Third nip slip. What do you reckon it is? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. Does he really have a third nipple? No, but it's like Scaramanda right. has right. a third nipple. I was going to say, I was like, yeah, yeah, I know that, yeah. I know that, but I, but thought, I, he, I thought he might have had one for real. Well, we know we started before we even started. God, I was talking about nipples. Yeah, true. I was just, <laughs> just carrying on just, from that. Just casual conversations yeah. about nipples we have. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Right, right, we've got to crack on. Halloween. Halloween. John Carpenter's Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> I think you, when we were discussing this, I think you said that maybe we're pushing it, including Halloween. Yes. My opinion of Halloween, it is one of my favourites. It's a very strong film. Um, I've talked about it in full. Um, I've talked about several of the Halloween movies. If you go and listen to me on And Now the Podcast Starts with uh, T.D. Velasquez, or, or Dan, as he likes to be known as well. I've, I've talked about all of those films, and there's still more to come out. I think I'm still on another three that are yet to come out up until the newest one, Halloween, that came out. So if you want to hear my full thoughts on Halloween, um, you know, a lot of the films, I'm not on all of them, but I'm on the majority of them, um, head over there. It's a great podcast, lots of good horror stuff. Um, he's also just announced he's going to do The Changeling, like we did. Um, so he's going to look at that with his his team of uh, podcasters. Um, so so head over there. But I think, in terms of slashers, this was the moneymaker. This was the big deal. This was the the one where it was like, oh my god, that made a lot of money, and it was made on a very shoestring budget. Now we're all going to do the same thing. Literally every single movie after this is following that trend. Friday the 13th especially is following that trend. How dare you? Well, it is. Let's be honest. It's a a pure... Sean Cunningham is is, is quite honestly said. It's pure cash in. Cash grab. Fair enough. You know, business is business. You know, you've got to make that money. Got to make that dough. Um, I, I personally think that the... You know, most people will consider this, this is the slasher. Like, this is what you think... I think, like we said, with Bay of Blood and other things, the, the, the idea is not quite there. I think for me, Black Christmas establishes that. I think for me, in my opinion, everyone's got a different opinion, but there's no there's no concrete evidence for any of these films to be the one. Um, but I think it's Black Christmas, personally. However, I think that Halloween cemented the idea, solidified the idea, and made a success out of it. And that's and then that was the because Black Christmas wasn't really a success. It's more of a cult thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think that's when it that's when it caught on. That's when the idea caught on, and everyone went right. Let's decipher what do we need to include. What are all the tropes? Let's take that all in and let's have let's make slashes because they that made stupid amounts of money. So let's go do that. Yeah. So I think it's I think Halloween is important for that, but again, I don't think it's the quintessential slash. What do you think? I think you make a valid point. Yeah. For me, I think it's it's Black Christmas. Yeah. I think Black Christmas, it's all the tropes are there. Mm. I think you you've got you've got strong female leads, you've got you've got a good story, you've got stalkerish, you've got all these kind of hidden hidden people and uh, mm. all this kind of stuff. I think for me Black Christmas I think Halloween made it commercially viable. Yes. 
That, that's um, what I mean by yeah. it's kind of and cemented it yeah, in that it way. Kind of, it kind of launched holiday slashes. Yeah. Friday 13th, you know, April mm. Fool's Day, Prom Night, all those kind of... Any, anything where I kind of a day next to it. Um, watching them now, I still prefer... I, I prefer... I prefer Black Christmas. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I, I agree. As 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 a full movie, hmm. I like. I, you know, it's, it's it's Halloween. I, I've watched it a yeah. billion times. Yeah, same here. So. Um, I think it's I think it's hundred times better than Friday Thirteenth. First. Oh yeah. Thirteenth movie. The Friday, like we discussed, isn't yeah. it's not the first. That um, first one is not the greatest. And I think I think it, I think is I think the soundtrack is great. I think the the fact that hmm. you see uh, Myers in in the daylight. Yeah. Daytime. I think. A lot of the kind of head tilting, which you skip with yeah. a lot of the, the killers, and mm. I, I get, I I get what you say. I think mm. it, it made it. It's almost like Saw made cheap kind of um, torture porn movies vibe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think Halloween made that a choice for directors. Yeah, it wasn't much of a. I don't think making a slash movie was a choice. No, I think it was kind of oh, we've got a bit of money, let's, let's try and do that. Yeah. I think Halloween made studios go. Right, we down that. That's, we're, that's we're, a thing. Yeah, let's yeah. get directors. Let's 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 fund yeah. these sort of movies. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, I don't know. I think people get away with the kind of it's it's John Carpenter and John yeah. Carpenter can do no wrong. He can. Well, I mean, um, almost every single John Carpenter film bombed at the box office. Yeah, they are consi- they're all considered cult classics, but they all nobody went out to see them no. ever. Um, I, yeah, I, and, and you can't dispute it's, it's got everything the slasher movie needs and yeah, has. Yeah. I think mass mysterious killer yeah. spying, um, final girl, the final girl. But Black Christmas did it first. I and think. That, you're, I think you're that, right. And that is that's my only. It's yeah. not. It's not. I don't disagree with it's you. It's not a bad film. No, I don't no. disagree with you. I just think for me the first kind of slasher movie, mm. which you, which you would, I think you could put a yeah. stick in it and say like that's this a is slash it. Movie. I would yeah. say it was Black Christmas. Yeah, I think. Halloween made studios go, oh, yeah. Hang on a minute, let's give some money to people, and it does. I think have. I think it established it as a genre unto yeah, itself. Yeah. I think before that, Black, it's just a horror movie. Black Christmas is a one-off. Yeah, like that's yeah. you know that's it's a horror movie, but it's one-off. It's not yeah. a thing. Halloween made it a thing and made it yes. a popular thing. Yeah. Made it a bankable. We gave it a name. Thing, yeah. Called it a slasher, named it a slasher. Yeah. You know, it has again. It's stuff we've seen before. Like we've we've just discussed yeah. all these films. We kind of seen it before, but they've gone like this is when it was like box office gold, and it made the boogeyman famous. Yeah, you know, Myers is famous. Exactly, he is With the his most Shatner famous. mask. Yeah, <laughs> dishevelled Shatner mask <laughs> from from the uh, that cast was from the Devil's Reign, which I, I, I reviewed. Yeah. Uh, I did a clone balls of that on the podcast. It's as well. great, but no, I I do get it. And it kind of. It's it's spawned an industry, but I think Blast Christmas is about fair play, fair play. That's that's. I, you know, it's not, I'm yeah. not saying it's a bad film. It's not. No, it's, no, it's, no, it's, it's a class. Not, it is a classic. Apart from Bay of Blood, I'm not saying <laughs> any, any of these movies are a bad movie. Well, do you, did you know that apparently now John Carpenter hasn't confirmed this, but Bob Clark has stated that he Carpenter approached him and he said, "I really love Black Christmas." Um, do you have any ideas for a sequel? Do you think you'll ever do a sequel? If you did, what would you do? First thing he said, I'd set it on Halloween. Yeah, makes sense. So there's potential that I'm not going to say he ripped him off because even Bob Clark was like, "No, nah, you know, I told him the idea. I never made it. 
Bob yeah. Clark likes it as well. Yeah, Bob Clark, Bob Clark likes Halloween. Yeah. It's a good film. You know, he took that inspiration. If he did or didn't, if he admits to it, who knows? I don't know. But I think it launched Jamie Lee Curtis as one of our famous Scream Queens. And yeah, know. like the Scream Queen yeah. with uh, like Terror Train and Prom Night Prom, yeah. um, and, and various and, others. And she does, she does really play Kind of cre- created the Scream Queen. Yeah, and yeah. She, she plays that trope really well. It's now a trope, but mm. innocent babysitter yeah. a bit naive about the world and this that and the other but kind of when push comes to shove can stand above it and you know kick ass if need be yeah but I, I I think for me if we're looking at first first yeah. ever slasher movie what we can Black say I, I would say it's Black Christmas I would say Halloween made it viable made yeah. it commercial I think, I, I think I'd agree with you put it on a t-shirt yeah made it a bankable thing put uh, it on, put it on a, if you put it on a lunchbox again, a t-shirt we've done it Again, we're not. This is this is just our opinion. We're not saying that that is a de- definitive one, but that's what we believe. But you might think differently. Um, so before we end this, it's getting very close to running out of time. So I just want to go very quickly to our listener comments. So uh, Roisin at uh, Instagram at row dot scream. Um, she says Black Christmas or potentially Peeping Tom. So she's not she's not, she's a bit on the on the fence there, but I think she's probably leaning more towards Black Christmas, which we would agree with. Dan Burgess photography, our friend Dan Burgess, former guest. He said The Mark of Zorro came out 100 years ago because it's a slasher. Yeah. Get, get it? Get it? Thanks, Dan. Yeah, very funny. Yeah. Funny prick. <laughs> well, I'll have you back on soon, Dan, don't worry. Um I am Jack's Musings at I am Jack's Musings on Twitter. Have you heard of Evolution Pod? It started with a whole season on slashers, opened with Psycho and Peeping Tom, a film I've still never seen, so I suppose one of those. For me, the tropes as they became widely known really started with Halloween. No? No. No, apparently not. Not according no. to Dennis. No. no. Sorry, no. Jack. It, it brought it to the mind's eye. It brought it for people's attention. But no, Black Christmas did it before. Black Christmas did it before. Um, uh, 20th Century Geek Pod, at 20th Century Geek on Twitter. I totally agree with these as starters, but I think the Italian influence needs to be recognised. The Goria Giallo films, uh, movies like Blood and Black Lace and, or Deep Red, clearly had an influence on American slashers. And I said, don't worry, we're going to look at a giallo. Yeah. It's, it's weird and fuck and, and it doesn't make much sense, but we're going to look yeah, at it. Yeah, it's very much so, yeah. Um, uh, Tony Farina um, on Twitter at Tricycle Boombox has posted a gif of Michael Myers. So Halloween, that's his choice. Uh, our friend Paul Meller, so that's at The Meller Geek. He said, surely it was. And then as a gif of, of uh, Norman Bates... Uh, with a knife in the shower. Um, so he you're, thinks... Psycho. You're wrong, Paul. You're wrong, Paul. You're wrong. <laughs> we love you, but you're wrong. Yeah, you're, we um, love you, but you're wrong, yeah. Um, and Angry Andy Reviews, at Andy underscore Reviews, um, he, speaking of Christopher Lee, <laughs> he posts a gif of Christopher Lee as Count Dooku saying, I've been looking forward to this. <laughs> um, so that's... He doesn't give an answer, but he, he's looking forward to this podcast. So it's nice to hear. Nice to hear. Um, so, Dennis, where can people find you on the social medias? You can't, really. I've come away from it for a bit. Oh, all right. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, I just, yeah, I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not really doing a lot of stuff That's at the moment. Fine. That's the fine. COVID has stopped me in my tracks. It's fair enough. There's a lot of uh, negativity on the social medias at the moment. Yeah. So that's so fair I, enough. I've come away a little bit. Um, and that's why I'm here, because I enjoy doing this. Yeah. Um, and I don't have to put my name to it. So, uh, <laughs> also, bear in mind, uh, Dennis is in my bubble. So yes, just so if anybody complains, uh, Dennis and I share a bubble because I live alone now. Um, so he can visit me within the lockdown restrictions. Just 
before anyone fucking attacks either of us <laughs> for breaking rules, um, as I'm sure they would. Yeah. Um, so you can find me at uh, Facebook, so it's at Secret Boars. Uh, Twitter, it's Dan underscore Boars. Instagram, Spider Dan Secret Boars. And when you interact with us, don't forget to use the hashtag Prepare for Prattle. For everything else you need to know about the podcast, just head over to my new website, www.spiderdownandthesecretballs.com for reviews, links, and how you can support the podcast. Yes? What was that? You have a website? I have a website, snazzy and everything. I think you should tell us again, Daniel. www.spiderdownandthesecretballs.com Amazeballs. <laughs> it certainly is. And speaking of supporting the podcast, I also have a Patreon page, which I have new patrons. They're giving me their money to help support the podcast. And I super, super thank everybody because I didn't think anybody would, would start uh, helping me. Um, but I really, really do appreciate it. All you can give is amazing. I just want to thank I'm Jack's Musings, Paul Meller, Max Byrne, Tony Farina, and Scott Hodgson. You are the most amazing patrons I can ever have. I'm going to try and give you as much extra content as I can. Um, and I just hope that you enjoy it as much as I do. And it just helps the Prattle World keep on spinning. So and, I really appreciate and, and the that. the fact they made comments uh, and they've given you money, they're now right. They are. Their they opinions get, are better yeah, than mine. Th- those opinions... Are, you, fuck you, Dennis. Those yeah, opinions are I, right. No, I agree. I Whatever agree. you guys said on the comments... Jack, Paul, Max, Farina, whatever you said, yep. it's right. So, doesn't matter. Right, that's it. That's us. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.